G'day and welcome to the Dolby Anglican Podcast. My name is David Brown and I'm one of the ministers at Dolby Anglican Church. Today's sermon is a bit of a treat because it's delivered by my father-in-law, Father Rod MacDonald, who is the canon or leader of St. James Cathedral in Townsville. Rod took some time out from his summer holidays to come and teach us about Epiphany and Jesus' bright beginnings in Matthew's Gospel. Enjoy the sermon. The Lord be with you. And also, also with, you. with you. The Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew, chapter 2, beginning at the first verse. Glory, Glory to you, you Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, <coughs> during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose, went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their own country by another route. This is the Gospel of our Lord. Praise, Praise to you, you Lord Jesus Christ. Christ. In the name of God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. little notebook here, but trying to find which page has got a long list of things that Ken did at Warwick that I wanted to <laughs> tell him. Well, don't you think you just gave the dirt on me? I should... <laughs> Lovely to be with you. Thank you for your welcome. And thank you for your welcome. I appreciate that and the invitation of David and the wardens to be here today. It's a bit of a pleasure. Well, I was told to expect a children's sermon, a kid's story... So, anyone under 71's a kid this year. 
next year it'll be 72. So half of you are young and half of you are wise. Is that right? Right, okay. We've got a good start then. I might just stay here and then we can see one another a bit rather than down there. That's all right. Well, Father David has said this is three, or the second of three, things he calls bright beginnings, part of Jesus' early life. Episode two, if you like. Anybody with Blue Hills tune to play now? <laughs> In episode one, I wasn't here, was I? So you guys are going to tell me what happened in episode one. The young ones, that is. The wise may involve themselves as well. What was bright? If it was a bright beginning, episode one, what was it called to start with? You weren't here at Christmas. No, last week. Last week. Well, the four-year-olds would know, wouldn't they? <laughs> Christmas, right. What was bright about Christmas? These are bright beginnings. So what was bright about it? Yeah, yeah. And star? And a stack of angels? Blinding shepherds on the hillside. Wow. Plenty of bright. What was the beginning that happened at Christmas? Yeah. The birth of Jesus. Good. Beginning of Jesus' life. But what was the beginning for the story of salvation that God was telling through Jesus? It's in the word Emmanuel. Prior to that, we have God and the law through Moses, but it wasn't working. Too much regulation, a bit like Australia. Mm -hmm. The prophets realised we needed somebody who would lead us. And so instead of following a law, we'd be an imitator of a person. And they called this person Messiah, the Anointed One. So it's the beginning of Emmanuel, God dwelling with us. Now that is quite profound when you come to think of it. Okay, all these bright beginnings that Father David has picked out have got a little challenge involved with them. So what's the challenge of Jesus in the manger? Right, recognising who he is. He comes as humble, doesn't he? He comes as ordinary. He comes as one of us. That's the whole idea of God with us. And there's a humility in that, isn't there? <coughs> What's the bigger challenge underneath that Jesus, even as a baby, is laying out to everybody around him? It comes up later in Philippians. It comes up all over Jesus' own ministry. I came not to be served, but to serve and to give my life a ransom for many. And if he calls us now not to be law-abiders only, but to be imitators of him, gee, that involves us too, doesn't it? So there's a new beginning for, called the New Covenant, for faith, but there's a new beginning for us. In fact, each epiphany, to some extent, should be our new year. And some faiths, uh, some denominations, in fact, uh, celebrate epiphany as their main thing, not Christmas. Ah, that brings us to episode two. Episode two. Thank you for reading episode two. We note, of course, the wise men don't come to the stable, do they? They come to the house. 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 How long afterwards? That's the right. Wouldn't have a foggiest. 
Okay, a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months. Jesus was a couple of years old when they fled to Egypt, we believe. Or under two at least. Hence the desire by Herod to kill those who are under two. So in fact, it's probably a year or so down the track. The wise men tracked to the house. What's bright about the wise men arriving at the house to acknowledge Jesus, to recognise Jesus? The star. No. star, yeah. The star. The star, yes, the star. We can presume it was night time because they were led by the star. Bright, bright star everywhere. What else was bright? Come on, ladies. 2,000 years ago, who was the one with all the fancy garments and the bright gear? The wise men, yes. Nowadays, hallelujah, the ladies can get dressed up as well. They don't have to be a queen to look good. Okay, so there was bright clothing, bright people, bright gold. So what was the new beginning that was going on? Recognition. Ah, again, it comes back to that word, recognition. But what is being recognised this time? We recognise Jesus, baby, manger, God with us, servant. Now, through the eyes of the wise men, we recognise as the Book of Common Prayer calls today, that's the old one, 1662, the feast of the manifestation of Christ to the Gentiles. Well done. What does that mean? We're included. Yes, exactly right. Guess what? That's you and I. No wonder we should celebrate today. Who's coming for breakfast? After? <laughs> Okay, so the beginning is, this is the beginning of the message of salvation to all people, not just to God's chosen ones. And remember the song of Simeon in the temple? Let's now thy servant depart in peace, for mine eyes have seen the glory of the people of Israel and a light to the Gentiles. What was the first reading about? The people that in darkness sat have seen a great light. This is the epiphany. In fact, it's about wonderful. We've got some lovely words in the English language that are absolutely correct, even if they're used by people who don't know anything about Jesus. One is Good Samaritan. We all know what that means. Another one is crucifixion. You can destroy somebody's reputation, you can cut them off at the legs, you can ignore them, whatever, but when somebody's crucified, yeah, yeah, it's the whole job, isn't it? Whole nine yards. What about epiphany? Mm, It's a word for today. It's the word for today? Epiphanies, to make manifest, make plain, open up, open the doors. Ah. What do we use? The light bulb goes off, doesn't it? So there we are. It's an aha moment. For the people of God who are not the Jews, this is a light bulb moment. This is our celebration. This is a new beginning for us. So what's the challenge? Share. Aha, well done. Okay, now, I have a bishop I used to serve with. His name was Billy, but I'll tell you what, he wasn't silly. <laughs> At the beginning of each year, he used to say at Epiphany, he said, if you are the same at the end of the year as you are at the beginning of the year, you have cheated God. Ooh. But there's a truth in that, isn't there? 
Here we have not just great news, we have our salvation. What are we going to do in 2020 to share that good news? The challenge is to not just share it by words, but because we're now imitating Christ rather than following laws, we're in fact being attractive to others as much as saying words. Remember St Francis? Preach always, said St Francis. Only use words if you have to. Okay, so there's the challenge of epiphany. We've been included. Do you know what the deeper challenge, like the servant bit in the baby being humble? What's the deeper challenge in we being included? So is everyone, even that mob that live in Brisbane and run the government. Um, you getting my drift? Even Mrs. Jones, oh, not Mrs. Jones, yeah, even Mrs. Jones is included. So we have to treat others as God is saving them too as well. God acknowledges their right to salvation. We have the job of spreading that news to them. Or Good Samaritan, if you like. Okay, apologies to Father Ian, who's not here this morning, is that right? He's not. Oh, good, I can tell on him a little bit. Episode three, that's next week, is that right? Okay, anybody know what it's called? Baptism of the Lord. Okay, another new beginning? Well, for Jesus, yes, like the other two. <laughs> but you're going to realise that there's a challenge and a beginning for us too, isn't there? We'll leave that to next week. But what's bright about next third beginning in Jesus' life? What's bright? It's in sunshine. The other two have been at night. And it's got lots of water around it. I come from Townsville. Sun and lots of water. Paradise. <laughs> okay, so a totally different thing. And again, John says to Jesus, I ought to baptise you. And in Jesus' response is the challenge to us in episode three. So if I think about it this week, as we meditate on it and say, well, if these two new beginnings involve us coming to serve but not to be served, coming in fact to tell the good news, not just to delight in it ourselves, tell it to others, what's this new, third new beginning challenging us to do? So at the end of 2020, when we look back always with 2020 hindsight, mm. <clears throat> we don't say to ourselves, we wasted the new beginnings that were raised by God, not just the rector, raised by God with us at the beginning of the year. We've used them wisely and well. And my mind only had two talents, but I didn't bury them. And so the light, the bulb that goes off today for us is a bulb that we need to help others go off within their lives and find change and difference. I hope and my prayer for you at the end of 2020 is that with 2020 hindsight, you look back and say, hmm, didn't do it perfectly. I lost a sandal on the pathway. I went round circles a few times, but I am different and I tried to make a difference. In Jesus' name. Amen.